Hello, and welcome to our Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 2003's Monster. Hey guys, and welcome back. Episode 86 of our Watch This As An Adult movie podcast. I am your host, Mikael Ford. I've never really said my name before, but that's my name, Mikael Ford. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, you're smack dab in the middle of Oscar month. This is the month where I talk about movies that either won or were nominated for Academy Awards. This week, I'm going to be talking about Monster from 2003. But before I do that, we got to talk about things I watched this week. And I got two good ones for you. Two really good ones. Probably one highly anticipated one for you. Uh, two, I watched two movies this week. One at home and one in the theaters. Uh, first, let's talk about the movie that I watched at home on Netflix. Uh, I watched The Heart of They Fall uh, this past week. It was very interesting (laughs) let's just say that it was very interesting very 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 interesting movie um i i liked it i'm gonna say i liked it i liked it um there was a lot of controversy with this movie i know (laughs) i don't know i don't know i don't know if a lot of people talked about that but there was a lot of there was a lot of controversy with this movie um about like the characters that they use uh in particular uh Mary Fields whose uh nickname is Stagecoach Mary uh she was played by Zazie Beats in this in in The Heart of They Fall uh a lot of people were kind of I don't want to say they wanted to boycott the movie. They could do what they want. I don't really give a shit. But uh, there were a lot of people that were kind of upset that Stagecoach Mary wasn't played by a dark-skinned woman. Uh, They were upset about that. But the the director of the movie, James Samuel, who I found out is the younger brother of the singer Seal, by the way. (laughs) This is Seal's little brother directed who directed this movie and he 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 had a brilliant very brilliant uh retort you might say to to the people that were mad that uh stagecoach mary stagecoach mary wasn't a dark-skinned woman uh he said that this is a fictional this is a fictional film you know like it the the characters are real. They're based on they're based on real people that live back in the American West. But the situations that they're put in are fictional. It's a it's a fictional, it's pretty much like a fictional retelling, you might say, of things that happen. Kind of like um Young Guns. You ever have you ever seen Young Guns? Has anybody ever seen Young Guns with uh, Charlie Sheen? And uh, I think um, Emilio Estevez is in there. Uh, there's a all like the all like the young stars, all the young hot stars in the ninety of the of the late eighties were in Young Guns. Uh, like Lou Diamond Phillips was in Young Guns. You know, there's a bunch of people in fucking Young Guns, like Young Guns. 
You know, like they take all those, they took all those real guys. Like they took like, it's like Billy the Kid. I think Emilio Estevez played Billy the Kid. Let me look up Young Guns right quick. <laughs> I'm talking about Young Guns. I haven't watched Young Guns in a while. So like, I, I totally forgot about it. Like there's like three Young Guns movies, by the way. <laughs> there's three Young Guns movies. Um, But yeah, they took all these, they pretty much took all these uh characters. Uh, yeah, Billy the Kid. Like uh, Doc Holliday, you know, like uh, Chavez, uh, like all those other, all these characters. It took all these characters and put them in a fictional storyline, is what they did. So pretty much, pretty much, pretty much, the harder they fall is a black young guns, is what it is. You know, that was something that's. That was the movie I was thinking about when I was watching this. I was like, this is, this ain't nothing but black young guns. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> there's three young guns movies. There's probably going to be another Hard Are They Fall movie too. Uh, look, as I look at the, 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 the ending of this movie, the ending of this movie leaves you on a cliffhanger. So you're like, oh, okay. Some shit, some shit's about to go down. Uh, but everybody in this movie, everybody in this movie, is is based on somebody real, but they it's a retelling of them, you know. And like, uh, what's his name? James Samuel, the director. He said, "Yeah, uh, he said, yeah, uh, stagecoach Mary is not uh, a light skinned woman with uh, a, a light a skinny light skinned woman with uh, fucking afro hair." Uh, he also said, <laughs> he also said that uh, Rufus Black is a light skinned dude. He's played by Idris Elba. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a, he was talking about he's, the real dude look like he could pass for white really um the the character that Lakeith Stansfield played uh Bill Pickett he's, his name was Cherokee Bill he was a Native American actually you know he was, he was just naming some some of the characters in this in this movie and he was just like a lot of these people are based on real people but they're not the, they're, they're not the nationality that they're supposed to be most of them most of them aren't. I don't know about uh, the main character, Nat Love, played by Jonathan Majors. I'm looking at a picture of Nat Love right now. He's he's a black guy, but he doesn't look like Jonathan Majors. He looks like... He kind of looks like a Native American dude. You know, <laughs> He looks like a fucking Native American dude. Uh, Nat Love. But, yeah, that's what he... Uh, that's... that's the, <laughs> That's what he said. But it, I like the movie. I, I enjoy the movie. It's very, it's very stylized. There's a lot of, a lot of hip hop in here. You know, uh, maybe that's because it's produced by Jay Z. But you know, a lot of hip hop in here. But like I said, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, everybody did their, everybody did a great job in this movie. Uh, John and Majors. This dude, this kid's, this kid. <laughs> is an up-and-comer man he 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 is a straight up-and-comer he's he's up here he's he's about to he's about to ascend this is i think well when he plays king the conqueror and i think i actually think he's already ascended as a as a guy because the first the first movie the first movie i saw this dude in was uh last black man in san francisco which is a great movie. If you haven't watched that movie, go check it out. Go check out Last Black Man in San Francisco. And he's not the lead in that movie. There's another guy that's the lead in that movie, but he's very good in that movie, Jonathan Majors. And so just to see him come out of that 
And then he did the Five Bloods. And then he did uh, Lovecraft Country. And then, uh, and then he's he he he's got he's in the MCU now as a King the Conqueror. Uh, he's got this movie, The Harder They Fall. He's probably got a whole bunch of other things lined up. The kid, this dude, this young man is on an ascendancy to be one to be a great fucking movie star. You know, like he, he he's got everything. He's got the range. He like he's got the talent. He like he's got it, man. Like this dude has it. Uh, Lakeith Stansfield did his thing. Uh, Zazie Beetz is good in this. She's she's really good in this for the amount of time you see you uh you see her. Uh, Regina King, really good in here. Uh, Delroy Lindo's in here. Delroy Lindo is just Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo crushes everything he's in. You know, <laughs> Delroy Lindo is a very underrated actor and a very great actor. You know, and it was. It was really disappointing to me last year that he didn't get nominated for an Academy Award for the Five Bloods. He didn't even get nominated for a Golden Globe for the Five Bloods. You know, he deserved that. Like, he's a dude, he's a guy that that, that has gone unrecognized for his great acting talent for, for, for decades now. And it's it's kind of sad. Um RJ Siler. RJ Siler is another uh good actor in this movie you may know rj seiler as the blue power ranger in uh in the in the uh 2017 power rangers movie but he's really good in this he's very charismatic in this movie as well uh the only person that uh that was kind of dull was idris elba really like because like you don't really see him too much in this movie oh Dion cole I forgot about Dion cole Dion cole is in this movie surprisingly good surprisingly good this is what i love i love when comedians step out of their comfort zone i love it i love when comedians step out of their comfort zone and sometimes they're good at it sometimes they're not you know but but Dion cole did it he did the damn thing he's good in this um like i said idris elba idris elba is really you don't see him very much as he's the main villain and you don't see him very much. He's the only like downside of this downside of this movie. But like I said, strong cast, great cast. I love how stylized it is. You know, the action scenes are good. Like I really liked it. I like this movie. I recommend it. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. Now let's talk about uh, a movie I saw in the theaters. Uh, I saw The Eternals. I saw The Eternals. Um, this past weekend, um, I've been hearing, <laughs> I've been hearing the reviews. I've been hearing a lot of people talk about it. I'm not sure if it's still sitting at like what was it sitting at like 63% at like on like Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. I think it was. I'm not sure if it's still sitting sitting at that. I I don't really check Rotten Tomatoes like that, but um, but I saw it. And shockingly, I enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed it. Um, I've been, <laughs> I've been here. Like I said, been hearing those reviews, been seeing those reviews. It split people down the middle. There's some people that don't like it. There's some people that do like it. There's some people that's like, eh, you know, it's alright. But I think I'm in the. I mean, I think I'm in the the like it 
category. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. I was surprised that I liked it a lot because I was one of those people going into this movie saying, I don't think I'm going to like this one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was one of those people. I was one of the naysayers. I was one of the naysayers going into this movie saying, like, I don't think I'm going to like this one. Even when I saw, like, the trailer, I was like, this trailer is not grabbing me. I think I said it here on this podcast that I was like, this trailer is not grabbing me. Excuse me. This trailer's not grabbing me as much as I wanted to. And I went to the movie. The trailer does not do the movie justice. Honestly. The trailer does not do the movie justice. It makes it feel like it's just like just this really dull movie with nothing going on. And there's a lot going on in this movie. There's a lot going on in this movie. There's a lot of action. Surprisingly, there's a lot of action in this movie. Surprisingly, there's a lot of fucking action in this movie. There's more action pieces in this movie uh, than in like a a Black Widow or something. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna say there's more action. Pe- there's more action pieces in this movie than like Civil War. You know, there's there's more action pieces in this movie than like a Civil War. Like Civil War, you got like the, the the opening scene, and then you got uh when Bucky's running away and Black Panther's trying to chase him, and then, I want to say there's a couple. And then you got the big the big airport scene, and that yeah, I want to say there's 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 more act there's more action scenes in this movie than maybe a Civil War or surprisingly, or even a Black Panther. There's more action scenes in this movie than Black Panther. Oh, I look back at Black Panther and there's a lot of sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> there's a lot of sitting around and talking. But um, I'm not. I'm probably not gonna say Civil War. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna scratch that. There's more action scenes in here than Black Panther, though. Guarantee you that. Um, I was surprised. I was like, wow, they're like they're they're really getting into it. Like five minutes in. Five minutes into the movie, you getting into it. There's some shit going on. You know, like, it does not. It does not lag. It does not drag as much as people think it does. And it's two hours, and I didn't even feel it. I didn't feel the two hours because that that was that was like a complaint of the movie. It was just like, oh, it's so long. It's so I'm like, dude, if you could sit through Endgame, you could sit through this. You know. Like, if you could sit through Endgame or any other Marvel movie, but if you could sit through Endgame, which is almost three hours, you could sit through uh you could sit through the Eternals. You could sit through uh if you could sit through Dune, which I think is almost three hours. If you could sit through Dune, which is almost three hours, you could sit through Eternals. You know, so you know, like, uh and there's a lot more, there's a lot more. I guarantee you there's a lot more happening in Eternals than there is in Dune. You know, there's a lot, lot more shit happening in Eternals than there is in Dune. Uh, but yeah, man, I enj- I enjoyed all the characters, all the characters. I thought these was gonna be just be these dull, no personality having characters, but no, they're they're just as good as any other MCU character. Uh, the standouts for me, uh, I liked Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh was a standout for me, played by uh, Don Lee. Uh, you may know him from Train to Busan, uh, which is another good movie. Uh, go check that out. Go check out Train to Busan. That's a great movie. 
Um, uh, like I said, like uh, Gilgamesh is a, is, a, is a standout for me. Uh, Kingo is okay. Kingo's all right. I uh, played by Kamel Nanjani. He's all right. I laughed. A, I laughed a couple of times at some stuff, at some things he said. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna lie. I laughed at a couple of things that he said. Kamel Nanjani. My God. I was like looking at a scene. It was like a there was like a certain scene in this movie. And I was looking at it. I was like, my God, that dude got he got jacked. He got swole as fuck for this movie. Cause I was looking at his arms. I was like, he's got veins popping out of his arms. You know? That's how buff Chameleon Kamel Nanjani is in this goddamn movie. He is fucking swole in this movie. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he, is, he, he is buff as fuck in this movie. And I'm, I was like, I didn't even know he could get like that, you know? Because he's a comedian, he's a stand-up comic, and I didn't know he could, you know, he could, he could get like that. But uh, I was like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna use his regimen so I can get that buff, you know? Because <laughs> that's my thing. Like, that's my thing. I want, I'm trying to get buff. I want to get swole. I've been skinny. I've been, I've been skinny guy. I've been fat guy. I've been skinny fat guy. Like I'm kind of currently skinny fat guy now, but like now I want to be buff guy. I want to be swole guy. You know, like I want to, I want to do, I want to do the things that I want to know what he did to get that swole. You know, <laughs> I want to follow the same, the same uh, routine that he, he got. <laughs> to get that swole but anyway let's stop talking about commander and johnny's muscles um uh <laughs> which is weird for me because i'm a dude but uh anyway uh <laughs> anyway yeah i enjoyed a lot of the characters uh brian tyree henry as face as uh Faistos. what's that's his name Faistos. i'm I, I can't pronounce some of the names i like her a character i really enjoyed that i did not expect to enjoy so much because this character is not in the movie very much. She's uh, it's a character that's like in flashback scenes. This character is mostly in flashback scenes, but at like towards the end, towards the end, we see this person in present time. I did not uh, expect to like Makari. Uh, Makari played by Lauren Ridolph. Is her name Lauren Riddleoff? I'm trying to. I, that, that, that's the actor's name. The deaf girl, the deaf black girl. Uh, I didn't expect that. I fell in love with her character, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. I fell in love with her. I fell in love with that character. I was like, I did not expect to like that character so much. It's just so she's she's cool. She's the fucking cool. She's the fucking coolest character. Power wise. The po- all the powers were cool. I loved all the Eternal superpowers, but her power was the best because, like, she's got like this. She's 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 like the speedster. She can run really fast, and the thing she does with that power is amazing. Like, she can run. She runs, jump. She uh, there's a certain character in here. I'm not really gonna spoil a lot. Uh, there's a certain character in here. Uh, that's supposed to be like, oh, this is a strong character. She she mops the floor with this motherfucker. She, I was like, oh my god, she is she is kicking his ass, you know? Because <laughs> it's because there's a certain character, a certain character in here in this movie. They're just they you they're just like, oh, they're they're hyping this character. They're like, oh, they're the strongest character ever. I don't think any of us could beat him, and she fucks him up. 
You know what I mean? She beats the shit out of this character. I was like, yo, and that made me fall in love with her even more. I was like, yo, she's awesome. You know, <laughs> Makari is my girl. I love, I love me some Makari. Uh, I would love to see more of her in the MCU. I want to see more Makari in the MCU. She's dope. Let have her join the Avengers or some shit. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you got Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie's in here. She's she's she kind of plays like a character. She plays a character named Thena, who kind of has like space alt. He's like space Alzheimer's. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you like that's, what, that's basically what she has. She has Alzheimer's. She has like space Alzheimer's. She has like Eternals Alzheimer's, <laughs> whereas like. She, and it's like reverse, she remembers everything and it sets off the disorder that she forgets who she's around and she tries to fucking kill them because she remembers so much atrocity and she like channels that atrocity that she's seen throughout centuries and decades and it, like, it, it just triggers her and she, she goes into like these fits where like she forgets where she is and she forgets who anybody is around her and she tries to kill them pretty much you know <laughs> that's pretty much what that is and like like angelina jolie angelina jolie kind of acts like an old lady in this movie she really does oh uh, like she acts like an old lady in this movie she is she's very elderly in this movie <laughs> there's even like a part where like she's with uh uh she's with face to face those has a son in this movie and She's almost kind of like a, she's not even like a motherly figure to his son. She's more like a grand, she's more like a grandmotherly figure to his son. I was like, wow, I was like, wow, I was like, Angelina Jolie's old now. <laughs> you know what I remember when she used to be this hot, sexy starlet, you know, like, and I'm like, Angelina Jolie is an old lady now. You know, because like she's not even I'm like she's not even a motherly like like I say she's not even a motherly figure to this little boy. She's a grandmotherly figure to this little boy, because she, she treats him she treats him like a grandmother treats a grandson. You know, so it's like she she doesn't treat him like a son. She treats him like a grandson. But uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, she's goodness. She's goodness. Uh, she 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 is very subtle, she's very subtle in this movie, you know, like, she does, she doesn't walk up in here, you know, like, how a big star should, you know, like, be like, I'm Angelina Jolie, this is my fucking movie, you know, like, she doesn't, she doesn't chew the scenery, she doesn't take screen time from anybody, you know, she doesn't do that, but, um, yeah, man, she, she's not bad in this movie, she's pretty good in this movie, um, what other character, uh, there's a couple of, Sprite, Sprite's okay, Sprite's all right, the little girl, uh, the, the, the two dullest characters in this movie, I forgot to talk about Sam Hayek, she's not in this movie, she's not in this movie very often, she's another character that kind of, she's another character that kind of melds into the background, like, the two biggest stars in this movie, Selma Hayek and Angelina Jolie kind of meld into the background, they're not really at the forefront, they're kind of in the background, uh, but, um, the two dollars characters in this movie are Cersei, played by Gemma Chan, and, um, Icarus, played by, um, Richard Madden. Icarus has a little bit more personality than Cersei, you know, because at least he does, at least he does shit, he, like, he's kind of like the Superman of the group, 
Like, he can fly and has superhuman strength and he can shoot lasers out of his eyes and all this shit. You know, and, like, he gets, like, he's a character that gets the most screen time. Uh, he's a character that gets the most screen time. And him and, uh, he and Cersei are, like, Cersei, like I said, uh, Icarus has a little bit more character because he's, he at least has a little bit, he's a little sarcastic, he has a little bit of a personality. Cersei ain't got shit. Cersei is the most boring fucking character in this movie uh and they give her the they give her the most to do and she's still fucking boring it was like like they give her the most to do she's like they they give her the the ending what you might call the ending battle they give her the ending battle and she's just she's just dull you know (laughs) she is dull as fuck i was like oh my god also um What's my man name? Kit uh, from Game of Thrones, Jon Snow. What's his name? Kit Harrington. And then Kit Harrington, not in this movie very often. He's supposed to be playing Dane Whitman, the Black Knight. Um, spo- I'm, I'm gonna give you a spoiler on this one. They uh, reveal the if you're a comic book fan, this is a deep, deep, deep cut. If you if you're a comic book fan, you know about this. They reveal the Ebony Blade. They even mention the Ebony Blade. Towards the middle of the movie, they mention the Ebony Blade, and, but then toward at the end, they show the Ebony Blade, and then a character that everybody, everybody has been waiting for, a, a character that everybody's been pining, been, been pining for, They're like, I can't wait for this person to be in the MCU. Uh, this person shows up at the end uh when uh when when Dane Whitman is about to pick up the ebony blade when he's about to touch the ebony blade this person shows up and it's an oh shit moment <laughs> you know like, cuz like oh shit finally he's here you know so <laughs> you got to go see the movie to see who it is and sit through like sit through like the ending credits because he's a, he's a stinger. This person is a final stinger. So stay tuned. I'm 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 letting you go there. He's not he's not a middle credit stinger because there's a middle credit stinger with a character, which is another deep cut character. Two deep cut characters we get. We get two deep cut characters in the uh, in the first ending in the first stinger. The first stinger. Two deep cut characters. The Second stinger, a deep cut character that we all we all been fucking waiting for. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but uh, overall, man, I enjoyed this movie. I fucking like this movie. Uh, also, um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna say uh, some of the Eternals don't make it. Just gonna say, just gonna, just gonna, just gonna heads up on that. I'm just like some of the Eternals don't fucking make it through. So it's just just letting you know. Um, I'm not going to tell you which ones, but just letting you know that don't expect all the Eternals to be at the end of the movie. Just saying, uh, <laughs> just saying, but overall, I enjoyed this movie. I like this movie very much. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to be on Disney plus so I can watch it again. I'll probably, I don't know. I might go to the theaters and watch it again. It's really fucking good. This is a, this is, I saw Shang-Chi twice. 
this is a, this is on this is on par with Shang Chi for me. I'm like this is this is a good movie. I think it's shit. I think it's a little bit better than Shang Chi. I like Shang Chi. I like Shang Chi, but I think Eternals might be a little bit better than Shang Chi. Just saying. Um, I'm gonna take a break, and I'll be back with Monster. Stay tuned. And welcome back to the show, Monster from 2003. I'll tell you how I saw the movie as a kid. Technically, wasn't really a kid. I saw this movie in the theater when I was 17. So this movie in the theater, yeah. I wanted to watch this movie because this was deep. This was deep into my cinephile phase. I'm still, I'm still a cinephile, but. I've kind of lightened up because I used to be like, I used to be like a staunch fucking cinephile. Like you get me in my late teens to like fucking early to mid twenties. I'd be like, Ugh, who wants to see that? That's garbage. You know, some shit like that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, now, now that I've learned, I still, I still like good movies, but like I've learned to like have fun with movies. You know, I'm not just like, oh, it's not. If it isn't on the independent film channel, I don't want to watch it. You know, like, you know, <laughs> I'm not like that dude anymore. You know, I've kind of lightened up on that because, like, I'm just like, hey, man, everybody's gotta get a fucking paycheck. You know, <laughs> you do things. You do as long as you're doing something you love and getting paid for it, it's all good, right? <laughs> you know. As long as you're not working it, as long as you're not working a fucking job you hate, it's all fucking good. But anyway, anyway, I saw this movie when I was when I was uh 17 and I was a staunch cinephile. Uh I like I said, remember liking this movie uh the first time I saw it because I was a staunch cinephile. But uh <laughs> and so like that so I was just like, oh my god, this this movie is so beautiful, you know, but <laughs> You know, like, that shit. But, anyway, yeah. Let's get into the technical. The movie was uh, directed by Patty Jenkins. It was written and directed by Patty Jenkins. I, just, I believe, I want to say, I think this is Patty Jenkins' first movie. This is her first movie. She wrote and directed it. And then she didn't do a movie for at least... <sighs> 12, 13 years before she got Wonder Woman. I want to say, I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've seen Patty Jenkins. I don't think I've seen Patty Jenkins do anything else after, after, uh, Monster. After Monster. <laughs> I think that's, I, I believe that's, I believe that's it for her. Like, she did this, she, she did this, and then she did Wonder Woman. You know? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Like when it comes to feature films, she hasn't done a movie. Like she did a movie. She did Monster, and then she did Wonder Woman. That's it. <laughs> and after that, it's just after that, it's just Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of fucking Wonder Woman. She did she did episodes of The Killing, and Entourage, and that's it. That's all she got. 
<laughs> That's all she has. But yeah, man, this is her first movie. This is her first movie. And she wrote and directed it. Um, this movie had a budget of eight million dollars and it brought in sixty four point two million dollars at the box office for a for a small low budget movie like this. For a small budget like this a movie that looks low budget like this, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good box office for a movie that looks like that. Usually movies like that make eight million, but uh, you know, <laughs> or even less. But yeah, this movie has a Rotten Tomato score of eighty-one percent. Okay, let's get into this movie. I'm not gonna do this. Is the this is. I'm gonna try to do it different for Oscar month. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm gonna stick to this format. Because I've been doing pros and cons. You know, but this movie is just too fucking linear. This movie's too fucking linear for me to even, like, pick out shit. To just like, oh, I like this. Oh, I hate this. You know, I gotta go to, I gotta go through the linear fucking story of this movie. This movie, you gotta do that with this movie. Uh, first off, let's talk about the makeup job on Charlize Theron. The makeup job on Charlize Theron was amazing. When you look at her, when you look at her, you you can see you can see Eileen Wernos. Uh, it's an, it's it's amazing. It's as good of a makeup job they can get because like Charlize Theron is a really beautiful woman. She is like she's a beautiful woman, you know. Uh, and it's it's really hard to uglify that woman. You know, like it really is. They put the teeth on her. They put the splotch marks. The splotch marks on her. They gave her the bad 80s hair. Uh, they tried to make her dirty. She gained weight. She gained weight for this role, I remember. They, they even showed, like, when she's, like, trying to take... She's taking a fucking shower. She got, like, a little pot belly. You know? <laughs> they tried their best to make her look like Eileen Warnos. That's that's the best they could do. Uh, another thing. Charlize Theron uh, got Eileen Warnos' voice spot on, man. I listened to her. If you actually, I don't know how many people have actually seen video of Eileen Warnos, but if you, I'm a, like, first off, I'm a fan of true crime, okay, I, I love watching true crime, uh, I love watching, uh, like, was that, like, Forensic Files, and I love watching, was that, there used to be this show called American Justice, you know, like, they used to come on, I used to like to watch American Justice, uh uh what's the other one there's another one there's a, there's a black show called fatal attractions i used to watch that comes on like this uh this, uh tv one i used to <laughs> i love i used to love watching fatal attractions uh just a bunch of like i, I look at i listen to like true crime podcast i listen to uh there's a true that i love like they're like true crime the true crime trick excuse me i'm a little tongue-tied there's true crime twitch channels actually on Twitch, I love those. Uh, there's true crime, true crime YouTube channels. I love watching those. I just, I love true crime, man. <laughs> you know, like I love watching it. And but Eileen Warnos is in a lot of in a lot of those documentaries and shit. And if you ever seen video of Eileen Warnos talk, you'll see that Charlize Theron got her voice perfectly. Like she sounds just like her i gotta give her that um another person in this movie is uh christina ricci she plays a uh, character named shelby wall 
uh, let's talk, uh, there's something initially creepy about Christina Ricci's performance. Because, like, there's a scene where they, I think they meet in a gay bar, I want to say. Do they meet in a gay bar? I think they meet in a gay bar. And initially, uh, uh, Christina Ricci's character, Shelby, is, like, really creeping on Eileen. And then she's really creeping on Eileen. And then, like, she was like, you want to come stay at my house and all this shit? And, uh, which I think she, like, lives with her parents or some shit. And, um, and, uh, uh, she's sleeping in the bed. Like, she was like, you can sleep in my bed or something like that, right? And it's kind of creepy because, like, you can kind of see Eileen Werner's kind of creeped out by her a little bit. Because, uh, because, <laughs> like, Shelby touches her face and she's like, oh, oh, okay, uh, <laughs> It was like she's just like it's it's something initially creepy about that performance. Like she's just as much of a predator as the guys that took advantage of Eileen. But Eileen, in the long run, starts taking advantage of Shelby too. Eileen and Shelby both prey on each other's weaknesses. Like they they use each other for different things. You know, uh, you know, like they 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 use each other for different things. Uh, uh, Shelby is pretty much just using Eileen. To, as an excuse to get away from her parents because her parents don't agree with her being gay. You know, her parents don't agree with her being gay. And Eileen is using her to, like, to try to get money out of her or some shit, but Shelby ain't got no money, I don't think. So. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, they're, they're, they're using each other for different things, really. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with biopics because they tend to romanticize people. You know, they, they just tend to romanticize people. And this movie romanticizes the fuck out of Eileen Warnos. And it's, uh, I, let me get into it. Like, cause like, I feel, I feel like this movie makes Eileen Warnos an anti-hero. I feel like this movie makes out Eileen Warnos to be a misunderstood person. And I feel that this movie makes Eileen makes Eileen Wernos whimsically delusional, like almost childlike. They make her kind of childlike, and I feel like that's that's very 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 irresponsible on Patty Jenkins' part because Eileen Wernos. If you've seen the things I've seen about Eileen Wernos, Eileen Wernos is a very sick individual she's sick and yeah i know she she had a she had a she had a rough upbringing like her upbringing is fucked up but once you're an adult it's all on you like you you can't blame mommy and daddy anymore you can't blame mommy and daddy anymore because even even before she becomes a serial killer like she's getting arrested for violent crimes like, she got arrested for armed robbery. She got arrested for assault, battery, you know? Like, she's getting arrested for violent crimes even before she becomes a serial killer. And so, I don't feel sorry for her at all. I have zero sympathy for Eileen Wernos. And I think it's, I think it's very fucking irresponsible of Patty Jenkins 
to write and direct this movie to, to write Eileen Warnos as this like sympathetic creature, you know, because she's not, she's not a sympathetic creature. Even when it's like even when she kills people, even when she kills people, it's, like they make it feel like she's the victim, you know. That's what they do. Even when she kills people, they make it feel like she's they make it look like she's the victim. You know? And even she tries to justify. She tries to justify killing people. She's like, oh, you're a fucking pedophile. I'm gonna shoot you. And oh, you you cheat on your wife and blah 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 and all this bullshit. You know, like they 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 try to justify the fact that Eileen Warnos kills people and there's no justification for this. There's no justification for killing people. The only person she's justified to killing is the first guy. The first guy that tried to fucking rape her. Or did get, he, he sodomized her with a baseball bat. But uh, he, he sodomized her with a baseball bat. That's not funny. But he, he sodomized her with a baseball bat. That's the only guy that she was justified in killing. All these other guys, she was not justifying justified in killing. Uh, cause like, I really feel like, I really feel like this movie hates men. This movie hates men. Every man is evil in this movie, except like maybe one. I want to say like, maybe like the Bruce Dern character. And even they kind of try to make him out to be like a creeper towards the end. Uh, there's another character. There's another, uh, man at the end of this movie, uh, who's played by, uh, Scott Wilson, the late Scott Wilson. Uh, you may know him as Herschel from The Walking Dead. You know, I felt so sorry for him, man. I felt so sorry for him. I felt sorry, more sorry for him than I did for fucking Eileen Warnos. I'm like, fuck that bitch. You know, like, really, fuck her. You know, man, because, like, she killed this man. <laughs> this man was trying to help her, like, legit help her. And she fucking murdered him in cold blood. You know, like, he was a, he, was, he seemed like a nice guy. And she murdered him in cold fucking blood. I was like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. I'm glad she's fucking dead. I'm glad they killed her. You know, because they do that. Like they like they make every man evil in this movie, and they want you to. They want they want Eileen. They, they make you try to feel for Eileen, and I'm like, fuck her. You know, like she's a fucking she's a fucking piece of shit. Uh, she's a fucking piece of shit. And it's like another thing is like everybody who speaks logic in this movie is a villain also it was like they're talking because there's like there's like a, a a scene where like she's trying to be a secretary or some shit or a lawyer some shit like that and like the lawyer i think the lawyer was just like you have no experience you have no resume what the fuck are you doing here you know <laughs> you know and like it's just like she ain't trying to hear it you know she ain't really trying to fucking hear it and like everybody that speaks logic even like uh christina ricci's uh character's mom i think it's her mom she's supposed to be her mom they try to make they try to make her a villain because she says the n-word you know she says she says the n-word i'm gonna say n-word because i don't i don't want anything to happen i'm gonna say n-word so he's <laughs> like oh i don't want to i don't i don't want tiktok coming after me and if i decide to make this a clip you know whatever uh but uh <laughs> fuck tiktok but i'm still on tiktok though by the way but <laughs> but um they try to make her a villain because she says the n-word but she's speaking a whole bunch of sense but there was like but like she oh she says the n-word so 
All that's invalid. All the advice she's given her daughter, which is right, is invalid. You know, so. But, yeah, man, like, speak, speaking of these dudes, man, these must have been some down bad dudes to have sex with Eileen Warnos. <laughs> because I've seen Eileen Warnos before, and good lord, like, she looks like a human alligator. <laughs> That woman looks like a human fucking alligator. She looks like, uh, if you, uh, if you splice human DNA with alligator DNA, it's like, she, she looks like what, she looks like what fucking Killer Croc is supposed to look like. You know, let's just say that. That's what she looks like. She looks like what Killer Croc is supposed to look like. It was like, that's who you want to fuck? Do you want to fuck Killer Croc? That's what you want? Okay. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Another thing about this movie, some of the tone is off in this movie. Some of the tone in the movie, this movie is just, just straight off. Uh, some parts of this movie are like a sitcom, especially the uh, argument scenes between uh, Eileen and Shelby. Like, I feel like I'm watching, like, an episode of Everybody Hates Rain... Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Sorry, I say Everybody Hates Raymond. I feel like I'm watching an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. You know, when I... When I... When I, when I watch this... When I watch the, 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 the argument scenes between Eileen and Shelby. <laughs> and Shelby is a whining little fucking bitch. She gets on my fucking... She got on my fucking nerves here, man. Cause it's just like she's just she's always fucking wild, and she's like, "Ooh, you ain't gonna jump. Ooh, I wanna do this. I wanna go out. I wanna. I'm starving. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna drive. Ooh, like shut the shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> just shut up. And she's just as culpable. She's just as culpable in this shit." As Eileen, I don't, I don't know why she didn't go to prison with this shit for, for being an alias. You know, she was a fucking alias in this shit. She was, she was very much a fucking alias in this shit. Uh, she was a, she was a fucking accomplice. Uh, for this, and, and, cause like at the end she was like, you gotta get us another car. You gotta go. You get blah 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 and all this shit. It's just. She's not a good person either. Just fuck her too. Uh, she's not a good person. Uh, but yeah, Charlize Theron gives a great performance. She definitely deserved the Oscar that she got. She did a great job. Um, but overall, I just can't. I can't get down with romanticizing the romanticizing of a serial killer. I'm sorry. I just can't. I can't do it. It's well shot. It's well acted. The movie is. But I can't be I can't get behind the message. I just can't. I'm gonna give it points for being well directed but and well acted because all the actors did their job, they did their thing. But I can't get behind that. I can't get I can't get behind fucking glorifying a serial killer. I'm sorry. Um three out of five for me. This is a three out of five for me. Join me next week when I talk about Jackie Brown. See you guys later. Till next time. Peace.